0: It's the Y'all Show Talk with a Southern Accent. And your very excited host is back here in the saddle. And why the heck is John Rawl so darn excited? Because the Citadel Bulldogs' biggest fan, his team, got a big upset win over Georgia Tech on Saturday. And that was part of the fun of College Football Saturday. We have more to say to that when we get to our college sports Feature coming up in the second hour of today's Y'all Show. But yes, I got my blue and white on today. Excited about those dogs. And we'll talk about other excitement here on the Y'all Show today. In fact, we've got some weather to get to. Umberto has strengthened into a hurricane. That's bad news. Good news, I don't think it's gonna to be too big of a scare for the Carolina coast. All that information coming in just a moment, plus later this hour, we'll have a look at some of the business headlines, Huddle House stretching its wings We'll tell you how and why when we get to our Y'all Street business report later this hour. And then we'll have our hashtag Hullabaloo coming your way in just a few minutes here on the All Southern Show. We want you to make sure you hang around for that great information. In the second hour of our show today, we'll do that rewind of college football. We'll look at the movers and shakers in the latest Associated Press Top 25. Not all that much has changed in the first couple of nine spots or so. And that's exactly what you expect here only after week three of the game. But, hey, there were some impressive games by some impressive teams. I'm looking at you, UCF Knights, a tremendous win in Orlando against Stanford over the weekend. And we'll have all that information coming up in our sports review. Plus, we'll look at some of the NFL action from over the weekend. Drew Brees injury information. We'll let you know what's going on there with the Saints quarterback and what else happened on NFL Sunday, and who's playing on Monday night football. All that in our sports review coming up at the start of hour two. And then we'll go to Ty Capola for the short story guy. Jerry Short's going to be on with his tremendous report. All that coming in the second hour of today's. Y'all Show. If you want to be a part of the Y'all Show, it's so easy to be a part of. All you have to do is hook us up with a telephone call. You can text or call 803-816-1170. Our website is yall.com, Y-A-L-L.com. The Show that's all about the South. Our website, y'all.com, the ultimate guide to the South. Social media, you can check us out. You can go to the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn radio app, and the Apple Podcast app. All free of charge. All you have to do is search for Y'all Show, and it's right there at your fingertips, And you will be on top of everything Southern. So easy for you to be a part of the All Southern Show. Well, hope your weekend was well. As I said, I was excited because my little tiny military school in Charleston, South Carolina, knocked off the mighty Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets with their multiple national championships, including 1990. And it was a beautiful day on the flats in Atlanta for Citadel Bulldog fans. But if you weren't aware of that upset win, which, of course, the Bulldogs defeated the South Carolina Gamecocks only four years ago, which I was in attendance for that one. So beating these big schools is not exactly the strangest thing for fans of the Citadel. But if, if you are a fan of small schools, it doesn't happen all that, all that often. And that's why this was... Kind of a big deal, and since this is the first big upset with yours truly, as host of the Y'all Show, i got to brag just a little bit. Hope you will understand. So, hopefully your weekend was good. Also, I spent a lot of time myself on a golf course, and later this week I'll have a chance to tell you why I was hanging out on the golf course with the SSJC. That coming up later this week. Hopefully your weekend was wonderful and you enjoyed time, maybe watching a little football, hanging out with your family, maybe going to the golf course and getting in one last round of golf before it starts getting too darn cold out there. I don't think we're quite there yet, but it won't be long. you will be having to break out the long sleeves. Believe it or not, the leaves will be changing soon, if not already, and the fall will be here, y'all. All right, let's look a little weather. Speaking of changes, and Humberto strengthened into a hurricane on Sunday, and it could impact Bermuda, not the Bahamas, but Bermuda later this week as this storm is going to track, according to forecasters, well off the southeast coast. High surf and rip currents are expected along the southeast coast from Humberto, and Humberto is likely to pass near Bermuda as a hurricane, later this week you know bermuda if you think really long and hard is somewhere way off the south carolina north carolina coast but it you don't really hear much about it it's almost like it's a ghost island and they have had a history of hurricane strikes in the past but it's something that doesn't happen all that often and this one appears to be tracking in that direction this thing's going to hit the gulf stream umberto north of the bahamas and then start veering even closer to the bermuda to the island of Bermuda with pretty big wind gusts and pressure around 988 millibytes on Sunday, moving northeast when it was last tracked, according to the experts, as it intensified to the third Atlantic hurricane of 2019 and will pose a threat to Bermuda later this week while also generating high surf and rip currents along our southern Atlantic coast. So Be advised, Humberto, coming toward the southeast and as far as its impact on the nation or island i think it actually is still part of great britain and not necessarily as independent as its old foes the bahamas are but bermuda that's going to impact bermuda sometime on the day on wednesday is when it's expected to be in that direction of the atlantic but we know that right now though good news for the carolinas and georgia it looks like this thing's going to stay off the coast of those states Um, That is. All right. A beach whale that was initially part of the Ocean City, Maryland surf has drawn a large crowd as oceanfront onlookers uh, came to see it. And now it's dead. Unfortunately, the National Aquarium in Baltimore sent a team to Ocean City on Sunday morning to assess the condition of the juvenile sperm whale. And the aquarium said in an afternoon news release that aquarium veterinarians determined that the whale had died. And that is not good news for this beached well on Maryland's coastline. The small well was reported stranded just before 7 a.m. outside of a condominium complex there in Ocean City, Maryland. And they unfortunately could not bring this thing to life or help save it in enough time. The juvenile sperm well, which is no small little juvenile. These things are pretty darn big, but unfortunately, this whale, well, beach well there at Ocean City. To my knowledge, the only beach in the Commonwealth of Maryland, unfortunately, has passed away. Joe Biden was in the Magic City on Sunday as he attended 16th Street Baptist Church in Birmingham, Alabama, attending a memorial service there, and that is the site of the unfortunate 1963 bombing that killed four young girls in the civil rights struggle there in Balt, in rather in Birmingham, Alabama. And Joe Biden was there talking about how America must come together in defining moments of history. The church celebrated its newly updated Memorial Nook Sunday, which has displayed mementos of the bombing in the basement where the blast happened for decades. The area included the clock that stopped at 10.22 a.m. on September 15th of 1963, the moment of the bombing that killed 14-year-old Addie Mae Collins, 11-year-old Denise McNair, 14-year-old Carol Rosamond Robertson and 14-year-old Cynthia Wesley, the four little girls who died in that unfortunate bombing way back in the early 60s at 16th Street Baptist Church in Birmingham, and the former Vice President Joe Biden there at this memorial service on Sunday in Birmingham. Unfortunate news in the world of literature. Best-selling Southern author Ann Rivers Siddons has died at the age of of 83 she died at her home in Charleston South Carolina last week according to news outlets the cause of her death was lung cancer according to her stepson and Siddons was born Sybil Ann Rivers on January 9, 1936 in Fairburn Georgia attended Auburn back in the 1950s wrote for the student newspaper the Auburn Plainsman and then started working as a newspaper columnist and actually wrote in favor of integration, which gave her national attention and got her fired from the newspaper she worked for. In her 1976 novel, Heartbreak Hotel, it is actually blue based on her experience during the civil rights moment. Heartbreak Hotel, which was turned into a feature film called Heart of Dixie, came out in 1989. A film, by the way, filmed in Oxford, Mississippi. In fact, the diner feature there. In that movie, starring Phoebe Cates, I think, is the original McAllister's Deli building in Oxford, Mississippi. Another novel she wrote was The House Next Door. Siddons published 19 novels and one collection of essays. And she, of course, one of our great Southern writers, unfortunately, died. And that is unfortunate news coming out of the Charleston area, which she was very big in the low country of South Carolina. Best-selling author Ann Rivers Siddons, dead at the age of 83. In Virginia, you have a new law on the books. It's no longer required to list race on a marriage application, according to the Attorney General of the Commonwealth of Virginia. The move comes after three couples filed a federal lawsuit in Alexandria back on September 5th, challenging a Virginia state requirement that they disclose their race on the application. The couple's planning to get married in Virginia. And of course, they're from now on no longer required to provide their race on this marriage application. And the state's attorney general has now told state clerks throughout the Commonwealth that is the way of the the courts now, the way of the law. And that's what's going to happen going forward in the Commonwealth of Virginia. A man in Florida, his pickup truck was stolen. Unfortunately, do you know what was in there? It, in his pickup truck stolen, it, c- it contained an urn of a man's daughter's ashes. And good news, the pickup truck, the ash there, the urn containing his daughter has been found. But what an unfortunate thing that happened. Tucked behind the 2014 Ford F-150's backseat were the ashes of Donald Butler's daughter, who had died earlier in September, The vehicle was parked at Staybridge Suites in Tampa between September 7th and September 8th when it was stolen overnight. And the Hillsborough Sheriff's Office tweeted, Stolen truck. There was an urn with his daughter's ashes inside of the truck when it was stolen. Please be on the lookout for the stolen truck. If located, call the Sheriff's Office. Again, that's bad that it was stolen. Good that the truck was ultimately discovered in Plant City, an area less than 30 miles northeast of Tampa, And when it was found, the urn was still inside. Butler said he was thrilled to know he'd get his daughter's ashes back. I don't have the age of his daughter of her death, how old she was, but this man's daughter's ashes found in the urn and the truck stolen from him. Unfortunate news coming out of the state of Florida. High school cheerleaders have been punished for supporting the commander in chief in North Carolina. Yes, as Fox News calls it, Trump derangement syndrome, and it's now affected the North Carolina High School Athletic Association that happened just the other day. These cheerleaders posed with hats there at North Stanley High School in New London, North Carolina, posing for a pregame photo of themselves holding a banner that read Trump 2020 Make America Great Again and according to this newspaper in the area it was part of something called american night at the football game where students were encouraged to wear red white and blue and the newspaper reports that the photo was posted on social media and it caused people to feel at least some of them uncomfortable and apparently there are some perpetually offended snowflakes who live in that part of north carolina according to foxnews.com unfortunately The Stanley County Schools never makes political campaign endorsements, the school district said in a statement on its website. And these policies ensure that all students, staff, and visitors are able to attend school events in an environment that promotes students and not a particular political viewpoint. And the cheerleaders have been placed on probation for the remainder of the season as a result of the pro-Trump banner. I thought they were wearing hats. Evidently, they just had... A pro-Trump banner again as part of America. Maybe they don't realize there in that county of North Carolina that a guy named Donald Trump is actually the president of the United States and so if you're pro-America at least in that county you might be a little pro-Trump that the news coming out of North Carolina. Crazy story more fireworks on the sidelines before the game than actually during the game at Nashville's Nissan Stadium on Sunday as a fire erupted on the field there at Nissan Stadium just before the Indianapolis Colts and the Tennessee Titans began the 2019 football season inside Nissan Stadium in week two of the NFL. And the game got off to the scorching start as a fire erupted there just before the teams were set to play. A piece of pyrotechnics equipment designed to shoot flames during introductions, it actually ignited near the sidelines where the Titans players usually enter the field. And it made for a wild scene on Sunday afternoon just prior to the singing of the national anthem. One of the flamethrowing boxes tipped over toward the stand, setting the turf on fire as the Titans celebrated the jersey retirements of former Titans players Steve Air McNair and Eddie George, the Heisman Trophy winner. And you could see it on TV as blowing hot flames toward spectators in a manner that resembled a massive flamethrower. Scary situation there on East Nashville at Nissan Stadium and it took place just 10 minutes before the kickoff there at 12 noon. Employees of Nissan Stadium did extinguish the fire. The start of the game was unaffected by the eruption and no one was injured. That is pretty neat that they were able to get that thing under control, but a scary sight if you saw it on video, on TV, or if you were in the stands, or if you go back now and look at some of the photos, again, of this pyrotechnics mishap, at Nissan Stadium in Nashville, Tennessee. Unfortunately for Titans fans, that might have been the most exciting part of the day because the Titans ended up losing a close game to the Colts, a team they've lost most of their contest against over the last 15 years or so, and the Titans now dropped one a one 1-1 after that. More NFL news coming at the start of Hour 2 in our sports recap of the weekend. Hey, we now know the nine fattest states in America, And sure enough, most of these are going to be southern states, as the Centers for Disease Control Adult Obesity Prevalence Map now has nine states that have adult obesity rates of 35% or more. And your nine states are, in no particular order, Alabama, Arkansas, Iowa, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, North Dakota, and West Virginia all with adult obesity rates, 35% or more. The figure is two more states than the year before. As recently as 2012, adult obesity in no states topped 35%. And now, unfortunately, we have more states added to this list. I know in the past, Mississippi was, I think, the highest. At just under 40%, the highest obesity rates currently are Mississippi and they're joined by West Virginia. Arkansas has thirty-seven percent obesity. Louisiana is right below thirty-seven percent. We got we got a lot of obese po- folks down here in the southeast, and unfortunately, that can lead to premature death and a lot of other problems. If we can try to let's not be obese. It's the difference between obesity and just being overweight, and we will will have you a lot longer if you're just overweight and not obese all right how about this story we know that it's not right it's not fair to discriminate against people if it's part of your creed as an american you do unto others as they would have you do unto you but you one thing you 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 know you don't hear a lot about you can discriminate as a store owner as a person especially if it comes to this next subject okay so when we talk about discrimination According to at least what's happening in Mississippi, you can discriminate based on stinky shoppers. <laughs> yes, that's the message for a Mississippi Delta convenience store to workers at a neighboring soybean oil mill. As the newspaper in Greenwood, Mississippi reports that a convenience store has a sign on its store stating, Notice bad spelling oil mill people, please do not enter. And Anarug Randiv, who manages that store, says the sign was posted about three months ago after customers complained about the odor of employees from the express grain oil mill across the street. He says he's prevented some odorous workers from entering. Randiv says he hasn't received any complaints. Express grain workers continue to shop at his store. Employee Michael Blunt says workers who labor in the pits filled with stinking, rotten soybeans send less smelly co-workers inside to buy snacks. And Blunt says, we know we stink. Well, that is good news to know that they know they stink. And for this store here, they're now saying, we don't care. We don't want you in our stores if you're going to be smelling. That is a, I guess, legal way in the Mississippi Delta to discriminate, saying that somebody smells and their clothing is filthy. Huh. That one's interesting coming to you on this Monday Y'all Show. Hey, when we come back, we're going to switch over from talking about news headlines in the Southeast to, we'll get into some business news, something we haven't really covered here lately, and we've got the Y'all Street Business Report coming as the Y'all Show Monday edition continues.
2: Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates in terms very based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I
3: feel? Awesome.
4: Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders.
3: Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me.
4: Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment?
3: Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252.
4: Mm-hmm. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 3131. That's promo code 3131 at vistaprint.com. Own the now.
0: We're back, at y'all, and we talk about the South and every day on a network of radio stations and also in podcast form, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, and of course, y'all.com. I'm John Raw. It's so wonderful to have you back here as we get another week of the y'all show up and going. And here on the y'all street business report, we tell you some of the headlines going on in the world of business in Dixie. And let's start out in the peach state as the Lieutenant Governor of Georgia is a guy named Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan, and he's now outlined plans at the University of North Georgia's recent regional education and economic development summit. And at this summit, the Lieutenant Governor of Georgia aims to make the state the technology capital of the East Coast. Look out, Palo Alto. Look out, West Coast and California. Georgia's coming at you. The Lieutenant Governor said that all companies should be viewed as technology firms. He's got a good point there. And Georgia now making claim to being, well, at least making the effort to, be the east coast tech capital we wish you all the best of luck there in georgia one georgia based company is huddle house and i don't know if they're going to be the tech capital of the east coast but they're branching out there at huddle house as they're planning to purchase memphis tennessee-based perkins restaurant and bakery Huddle House is based out of the capital city of Georgia, and it will manage Perkins out of its headquarters there. The restaurants will continue to run as separate entities. The deal is expected to be completed by mid-October. And according to the CEO of Huddle House, Michael Apt, strategically this is a very good fit. Both Huddle House and Perkins are breakfast-first concepts. And we pride ourselves on our ability to bring families together through remarkable food and home-style meals. As Perkins filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy at the end of last month, eight years after they previously filed for bankruptcy. By the way, there are 342 Perkins locations across North America, most of which I think are up north. There's a few in the south. Tennessee, as we said, it's got a large presence in Tennessee because of the fact that it's based out of Memphis. Although you won't find Perkins on every corner, I grant you that. I think most are in East Tennessee, but I've seen some in West Tennessee, some in Middle Tennessee, and now Perkins is going to be part of Huddle House. Huh, that will be fun. I wonder if they can keep all the fun ingredients that Huddle House offers. Still kind of weirded out that Huddle House has – uh, they're not Waffle House, and I don't know if they're maybe got the jukebox like a Waffle House and a Huddle House, but hey, they're they're giving their darn Georgia best there. We wish them the well, all the best. And hey, they're buying Perkins restaurants that is big news on the restaurant front hey to greenwood south carolina and visitors who go to greenwood in the sort of upstate i say sort of they're not greenville spartanburg but they're not only 45 minutes or so away so they're kind of stuck in between the upstate and the sand hills of south carolina but if you go to go to greenwood south carolina which i've done before lovely place and if you go there thirsting for an opinion, to make sure that that you can go there and stay hydrated on the go now, because Greenwood, South Carolina has eco-friendly options. For Getting Water, a partnership by the city officials, the Greenwood Commissioners of Public Works, Fujifilm, and Upstate Forever, a Greenwood-based conservation nonprofit, have teamed up to install two water fountains and bottle refilling stations at the Uptown Market along Oak Avenue, Greenwood. And that's what you call working together. Multiple outlets getting together to make a difference there with water fountains and bottle refill stations in greenwood south carolina and finally here as we wrap up our business headlines from across the southeast hey we're going to have a very very great interview in just a few minutes here on the y'all shows we get ready to bring on well well we'll have jerry short coming on the teller of tales from Takapola, but we want to let you know that did you know not far from Takapola is the largest skyscraper in the state of mississippi and i bet you you can't tell me where that is and that would be in meridian not in jackson not in Biloxi or gilport not in tupelo the largest building in the state of mississippi is in meridian home of the singing break man jimmy rogers and the 16 story three foot building is in meridian Well, guess what? Renovations that are going to convert Mississippi's tallest building, the three-foot building, into a hotel are now scheduled to be completed in November of next year, as architect John Campo says that the demolition of non-historic parts of the 16-story three-foot building are complete with some mechanical, electrical, plumbing, and safety systems installed. And this building, which is a historic building built in 1929, It's the tallest building in Meridian, the tallest building in the state of Mississippi. And they're going to now go in and do some work, create a hotel that will include a rooftop bar to take advantage of the view. The hotel originally said to open in spring of this year. That's kind of been pushed back a little bit. But the building is on the National Register of Historic Places and a designated Mississippi landmark, not land shark. But in Meridian, it's a landmark and a beautiful building there. And this hotel in this historic skyscraper now set to open in the year 2020 there in Meridian M.S., home of country music's singing break man, Jimmy Rogers. And that is a quick look at all the fun here on this Monday's Y'all Street Business Report. Coming up after the break, we're going to switch over from talking about business to the business of hashtag hobo. What's going on there on social media? Well, we'll have the answer right after the break.
5: Credit products are
2: issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates in terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details.
3: How do I feel? Awesome.
4: Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders.
3: Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant and I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me.
4: Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment?
3: Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applied avant.com code 5252 that's avant.com code 5252
4: Hey, Dad, want to shoot some hoops?
3: In
6: a bit, buddy.
4: I promise.
3: Allegra knows that
6: allergy symptoms can get in the way of enjoying the moment.
4: I'll just play by myself.
6: For outdoor and indoor allergies, get Allegra. It's the fastest non-drowsy allergy relief. It starts working in one hour, helping you break through your worst allergy symptoms with continuous 24-hour relief. Yes! Great shot, buddy. Let's play another game.
4: You're on, Dad.
6: Get Allegra and get back to the moment. Among single-ingredient OTC-branded oral antihistamines. Use as directed.
7: Mm-hmm.
0: It's the Y'all Show. As we get another week going here on the show that's all about the Southeast, in just a few minutes, when we get into the second hour of today's program, we'll have a look back at the weekend in sports, both for the college boys and for the professional fellows in NFL and college football. All the roundup coming up at the start of the second hour. And then we'll have our friend Jerry Short standing by in Takapola, and he's going to let us know what's going on in his world all that to come in the second hour of today's y'all talk with a southern accent a reminder or just a little let me notice more than a reminder coming up on the tuesday edition clark shelton editor at y'all.com will be our very special guest and in the second hour of the tuesday y'all our bodacious barrister of bodacious barbecue bodacious big 12 guy matt hermans is going to be on and you don't want to miss out on all the action there when we have that on the Tuesday, y'all. Now, on y'all, it's hashtag hullabaloo. And we were just in Nashville over the weekend, and I did not run into Blake Shelton, although I know he was around town last week as he was at the Earl Thomas Conley tribute on Tuesday. But Blake Shelton's been on Twitter this week, and we want to share what this guy that's got about 20 million facebook and twitter followers what he had to say about one of his fellow country music singers so from the account at blake shelton the official blake shelton shelton twitter account you're getting the real bs straight from blake shelton and that of course play off of his initials and a few official updates from team bs too okay all right here's what blake put out here the other day that i want to share with all y'all he writes and thank you also to each and every one of you who helped spread the word, however many followers you have, or however you did it. This is a great day. And finally, something great from social media. And he's replying back to some famous people involved with the Today Show, okay? And he's responding to Carson La Hoda Kotb, and the Today Show Twitter account, at Today Show, Okay. And what they wrote was special thank you to everyone with a big platform who got the word out about Craig's song and especially Carson Daly. We're not done yet. Okay, what they're talking about here, if you weren't around on our show last week, we told you that in the world of country music, Craig Morgan has had much success. He's had several big hit songs. He's an army veteran and Precious Harris used to be an intern alongside him when she was with Atlantic Records back in the 90s. Craig Morgan, really a fantastic guy, and we're excited for all that's happened with him in his career. Unfortunately, several years back, some tragedy with, with Craig Morgan. is His son was killed, unfortunately, on a river in Tennessee, and it's been a tough go of it for Craig Morgan the last couple of years. And so Precious let us know that he's got a brand new single. We talked about it in our Nashville Music Line report here this week. And this new single just hit radio, and it is very touching. It's something that you maybe can find on your local radio station, and we want you to know about it. It's called The Father, My Son, and the Holy Ghost, and it talks about his late son, Jerry, again, who unfortunately passed away a couple years ago in an accident. And this song's catching a lot of steam, getting a lot of traction. And again, the Today Show featuring it, just the other day and blake shelton unselfishly getting behind this song on country radio and that is a really really cool thing to see a fellow artist do that in fact let me give blake shelton some credit too because he's got a new song that we want to plug too in addition to craig morgan's song hey blake's teamed up with his old buddy trace Atkins. oh man i would love to have been a fly on the wall when these two got together to record hell right and blake put a tweet out as if you're going to raise hell, then you better damn raise hell right. And the new single out right now with Trace Atkins and Blake Shelton teamed up with hell right. Again, if you're going to raise hell, then you do it right. And that's what this song is called. And I haven't heard it yet. can't wait to hear these two guys, two of my favorites in country and surely some of your favorites if you like country music. And that is out right now. And hey, speaking of country music, can I give a shameless plug? We just talked about the other day. Blake Shelton was in Nashville for the benefit for his 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 hero and one of my one of my favorites, but not necessarily my favorite, but certainly right there and on the Mount Rushmore of the '80s country singers, Earl Thomas Conley. There was a song, a benefit type thing, a tribute to Earl Thomas last week. We told you about it on the Y'all Show. Well, over last week, at the end of last week, I had the opportunity to see for the very first time shenandoah the country music band that brought you church on cumberland road two dozen roses mama knows and love like that i think it's the name of the song and for the first time i got to see them in concert at the carl perkins civic center jackson tennessee and marty rabin and mike mcguire and the group there did a great job and it was a fantastic evening so thank you for me being able to check off an opportunity to see one of my heroes in person. I'm a guy that I don't know if y'all are like this or not. I don't necessarily go see concerts all that often, mainly because I don't really like them, but this happened to be pretty darn convenient for me to go sneak into the Carl Perkins civic center. And it wasn't too expensive of a ticket. And I could see these guys perform and it was a great evening and it brought back so many great memories and luckily people like shenandoah are still touring in fact they left jackson tennessee and hit branson missouri over the weekend and they're on a big tour all over the country and it was really cool to see in fact it was really fun to hear marty rabin who i think has the greatest country music voice alive we called Vern gosden of alabama the voice Well, although born in Florida, but has lived most of his adult life in the Muscle Shoals area, Marty Rabin, lead singer of Shenandoah, I'm going to give him the title The Voice now that Vern Gostin's passed away over the last 10 years or so. Marty, you're the voice of country music because nobody, to my knowledge, can sing as good as you can from a male perspective. Oh, man, he's great. And it was a great concert. So. Sorry if I got carried away bragging on Shenandoah. Go check it out. Go support their music if you get a chance. All right. Lopez Jenny is on Twitter at Jason Leo USA, And Jason writes, I like Hollywood cinema fitness tips. A feeble body weakens the mind. Well, thank you. I think you're talking to me. Maybe you're talking to our audience here (laughs) at Jason Leo USA. Well, Jason has a tweet that I'm going to kind of tell you what it is you'll have to go to his twitter account and follow the link because i'm not going to necessarily plug what all's on here specifically but the link is 35 amazing southern style home decor ideas and you can go click on his link and follow that again it's at jason leo usa if you're looking for some southern style home decor ideas he has that there at lopez jenny also known as at jason leo u s of a Let's go to Georgia, and we've talked about this orchard before, but we'll talk about them again. It's a good time to talk about orchards. Lane Southern Orchards at Lane Southern. Since 1908, a family owned Lane Southern Orchards has grown and harvested the best tasting peaches and pecans in Georgia. Gifts available on our online shop, that in their profile on Twitter. Again, Lane Southern Orchards now over 110 years strong in the state of georgia and they've got a pretty cool little video they put out there to promote lane southern orchards and i happened to see this when i was surfing through the internet the interweb the other day and i thought hey those people deserve a little bit of credit for being creative you know it's not often that you find people out there who are creative in the agricultural business now i'm from an agricultural family i realize that and i'm not picking on our farmers but usually farmers are so darn busy farming they're not very funny although my dad's pretty funny but not not uh, often do you find him being funny he's too darn busy working or hanging out in his lazy boy. <laughs> but Lane Southern Orchards out of Fort Valley, Georgia put this video out and it says the feeling when you're cooking one of Lane Southern Orchards delicious recipes, get inspired to whip up something southern at home and it's a video of a person in the kitchen just smiling and having a good old time. I don't know if this is truly done by the staff at Lane Southern Orchards, but it was pretty funny to see and a reminder that Lane has great peaches and I call them pecans. Pecans or pecans or pecans, you choose your own terminology, but right there in Fort Valley, Georgia, south of Macon, kind of south, I guess southwest of Macon is where Fort Valley is, home of Fort Valley State University, HBCU. They have this great orchard and it's Lane Southern Orchards. Thank you, Lane. Southern Coffee Services is on Twitter, being very active with the whole Southern thing today. At Fresh Southern Sea is their Twitter account. And they want to remind all y'all that you can start your morning with a sweet Southern mug full of locally roasted Southern coffee. Make today a good day, that announcement from Southern Coffee Services. And if memory serves me correct, I think they're based out of Concord, North Carolina, just north of Charlotte. I think I'm right on that. But check it out. Southern Coffee Services. Or for our northern listeners, Southern Coffee Southern Coffee Services. Thank you for sharing that with us here on today's Y'all Show. Jesse is on Twitter at Bell, B-E-L-L-E, at Bell by Jesse. I love to sew. I have a beautiful sewing studio, two energetic boys, online shops, and a maker husband. I'm a McD's breakfast regular. Well, thank you for that incredible information, Jesse. Well, Jesse writes on Twitter this week, fall is in the air. At least it is in the pre hours here in the South. Hashtag Southern. Hashtag fall. Hashtag. Hashtag handmade. And what Jesse has is a picture of of a fancy fall colored cloth napkin on a fancy plate and i assume she made that there at bell by jesse now what do y'all think of cloth napkins i'm I, I don't know if you're like me you like a nice something to wipe your face off especially if you've got something like fried chicken but the whole idea of a napkin a cloth napkin is it's kind of disgusting isn't it i mean imagine going to a restaurant and all the people that wipe their mouths and then then this cloth napkin gets washed uh, assuming it gets washed and then reused by total strangers and i guess is it is it asking too much to have a really nice comfortable napkin that can be thrown away a paper napkin for example is that chopping down too many trees in that process of doing that now if you go to a five-star restaurant you don't want a paper napkin you want those cloth napkins so yeah, it's, uh, it's just one of those unfortunate things we live in. It's kind of like straws. Right now, we're having this debate over plastic straws. And I th- think President Trump even weighed in on that at the end of last week, poking fun at the absence of straws in some places now. And yeah, yeah. At home, at a cloth napkin is perfect because it's your own mouth and your own washing machine that you can take care of it. At restaurants, uh, I don't know. Maybe we should start a poll. What do y'all think of cloth napkins? Hmm. Elliot Emerson's on Twitter at exclusive Elliot. The secret of the South is what Elliot writes at hashtag Southern charm too. And now Elliot writes totally using this in my next shoot inspired Southern and feminine while watching cat on a hot tin roof. Paul Newman is so dreamy and the picture that Elliot has is a picture of her holding Helen Ellis' Southern Lady Code Essays, a book called Southern Lady Code Essays by Helen Ellis. And I looked into this. This book's been out a couple of months now. And yes, maybe, I don't know if they talk about Paul Newman in there or maybe Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, which by the way, Paul, speaking of the South, that movie Cat on a Hot Tin Roof that I think Paul Newman stars in is it's it's a it's a, obviously a classic obviously a classic directed by richard brooks and it came out in 1958 wow i had no idea it was that that long ago but this movie does do you know the southern connection to it i, I think you should of course it starred elizabeth taylor paul newman burl ives was in there as well and it, it, of course, a, a classic Tennessee Williams play turned into a movie. But one of the Southern connections in this movie that you may or may not be aware of is who Paul Newman ended up marrying. And for many, many years, he was married to a great Southerner from the great state of Georgia. And if you aren't aware of who he's married to, he was married to Joanne Woodward. Joanne Woodward, born in 1930 in thomasville georgia and married to paul newman in 2000 uh, rather married him in 58 same year as Cat on a hot tin roof and she died or he their marriage ended when he died in 2008 and i don't have an update on her lately but i think she sent, she spent some of her time growing up in greenville south carolina she actually graduated from greenville high there in south carolina and then got involved in the state. She actually talked about bouncing all over the South. Joanne Woodward attended Louisiana State University in Baton Rouge where she was a Chi Omega sorority member, then headed to New York City after that. But, yes, Joanne Woodward, a name you may not have heard of here lately, but uh, as far as I know, she's still still out doing things. And, And, again, now Joanne Woodward is 89 years young a Sarah Lawrence College and LSU alum, Joanne Woodward. And that will wrap up our hashtag, hopefully, with a little Hollywood Star Talk. How about that on this Monday edition of the All Southern Show? When we come back after the break, hey, you want to make sure you stick around. We're going to have our second hour of the All Southern Show, and we're going to start it out with a look back at all the sports news from the weekend. On the college side, the happenings there, We hopefully we'll have the latest poll we can present to you and also we'll let you know how sunday went in the nfl oh man some exciting games there we'll have that report and then of course later in the second hour of the monday y'all we'll welcome in our friend from tacapola usa jerry short going to be dropping by and we're going to find out what in the world he's got to say and i can tell based on our texting back and forth he's got a lot to say about something that's in the news right now And you don't want to miss out on the fun. All that coming up here in the second hour of Y'all Talk With Us Southern Accent. Thank you for listening. We'll be right back.
1: Credit products are issued by
2: WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products
3: 90 days after today. Other
2: restrictions apply. See website for details.
3: How do I feel? Awesome.
4: Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders.
3: Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant and I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me.
4: Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment?
3: Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Mm-hmm.
4: This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 3131. That's promo code 3131 at vistaprint.com. Own the now.
3: Hi, I'm your host, Smokey Cole Bear. filling in for Smokey, cause after 75 years of... Only you can prevent wildfires. Turns out there's much more to say. Nearly 90% of wildfires are caused by us humans being careless, dumping our used barbecue coals willy-nilly. Guess the song was wrong. We did start the fire. That's why I respect Mother Nature and her trees, whether coniferous or new car scented. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council.
0: It's Hour 2 of Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. I'm your gracious host, John Rawl. So good to have you back here as we begin another journey of talking about the South. We've got, in just a few minutes, the Teller of Tales from Tacopola lined up. Can't wait to hear what Jerry Short is going to be talking about. And again, as we start another hour, let me remind you that yours truly, John Rawl, had a wonderful college football weekend with my alma mater getting a big win on the road at fbs power georgia tech congratulations to the little tiny the citadel bulldogs and their win over georgia tech out of the acc on saturday truly a reason why you play these big schools and the small schools i know most of the time these small schools don't have a chance But every now and then, you're going to have the big upset like we saw the Bulldogs of the Military College of South Carolina enjoy against Georgia Tech with an overtime escape, a field goal there in overtime to come out victorious. And yours truly, extremely happy about that. Well, the Florida Gators got a big win on Saturday night at Kentucky winning 29-21 over the Kentucky Cats. Unfortunately, the game cost Felipe Franks as he's going to likely miss the rest of this entire season after he dislocated his right ankle during the 29-21 victory at Kroger Field. Coach Dan Mullen told reporters after the game that he feels pretty certain there was a break with the dislocation and he'll be done for the season that quarterback Felipe Franks. We wish him all the best as he started 23 games entering Saturday, suffered the injury during the third quarter with his team trailing by 11 points but the Gators rallied and came out victorious there at Kroger Field, aka Commonwealth Stadium, and one of the real stars of the SEC is Franks and we wish him All the best in his recovery. Quick look at college football rankings, what came out on Sunday in terms of the AP Top 25. Not a lot has changed, to be quite honest with you. Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, LSU, Oklahoma, all your top five teams they were last week, they still are. And I don't have too much of a problem with this. All of these teams I mentioned are pretty darn good teams that are trying to get into the Final Four, if you will, and be a contender for a national championship but Clemson and Alabama atop the pole, Georgia just behind them. LSU is moving into number four. Ohio State checks in at five. And then as you skip down a little bit, Auburn comes in at number eight after their performance against Oregon in week one. And then they back that up with some good play against Tulane and They did a good job this past weekend, too. Besides Auburn in the top 10, you also have the Florida Gators at number nine in the AP poll. Other Southern teams of note in the new poll, the Texas Longhorns, they are sitting still this week at number 12 in the ACC contenders in the top 25, and we'll also let you know about other teams that have made it from the Southeast. The UCF Knights, man, they look darn impressive at home in Orlando with their kind of, I'll let's go ahead and call it a blowout win over the Stanford Cardinal on Saturday there from Bright House Network Stadium in Orlando. UCF is perfect on the season and currently ranked number 15. The Aggies of Texas A&M are at number 17 in the latest AEP poll. Congratulations to the Virginia Cavaliers. They moved up a whopping four spots in the poll this week. The Hoos come in at number 21 in the latest Top 25, according to the coaches, I think it is. The AP Top 25, rather, is what I'm looking at here. Other Southern teams, Virginia, as we said, 21. And TCU is number 25 in this rankings and some of these teams that are coming south showing how good or bad their football is for example the washington huskies we know they came they came east last year to take auburn but this year teams moving getting their gear together and heading east the cal bears which will be in oxford this weekend cal is at 23 in this latest poll and that is your college football rankings for week four for the associated press Top 25. All right, NFL action. We'll switch over for that league away from the college game. Drew Brees says he doesn't know the severity of the thumb injury that knocked him out of the Sunday's game against the Rams in the first quarter as the Saints lost this one. Pretty bad, all things considered. But he was injured, ended up having a rough game, and the Saints had a rough game. Unfortunately, not sure what the timeline is going to be for Drew Brees to come back after he's concerned about the injury and is ordered to see a specialist along the way. Best of luck to you, Mr. Purdue. There in the NFL. Now, looking at the action going on in the NFL tonight in NFL action, the Browns will be at the New York Jets from MetLife Stadium. That game's set to kick off on ESPN at 9 15, 8 15 Eastern Time. Games from Sunday of note or from the week of note. We know the Buccaneers defeated the Panthers on Thursday night football. And over the weekend, the 49ers just absolutely came in and smacked the Cincinnati Bengals 41-17, the Niners win. Detroit and the LA Chargers had a close game in the end. Matthew Stafford, his team got the victory 13-10. The Minnesota Vikings fell to the upstart green bay packers the packers with a lot of teams that have had those players the two and one or whatever you want to call them type players coming in and the pack wins 21 16 on sunday the colts as we said they got a win there at nissan stadium against the the tennessee titans 1917 on sunday tough loss for the titans the patriots won 43 zip over the Miami Dolphins. The Buffalo Bills circle the wagons and they got the victory against the New York football giants in a big way 28 14. And that is just a quick look at some of the NFL action from Sunday. Well, that will wrap up our look back at sports over the weekend. When we come back on Y'all Jerry Short, the teller of tales from Taco he's got something to say about AR 15s and more. You do not want to miss out on Jerry, our Taco Polo storyteller. And he is up next.
1: Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed.
2: Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions supply. See website for details. How do I feel?
3: Awesome
4: like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders.
3: Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant and I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me.
4: Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment?
3: Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applied. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252.
4: (laughs) This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. And now Vistaprint is introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. For limited time only, get free shipping on all business cards in any quantity with promo code 3131. That's promo code 3131 at vistaprint.com. Own the now.
0: It's the Y'all Show back into another week. We're already halfway through the month of September. Can you believe it? Well, you better believe it. And it's time now on the Y'all Show to go, the Takapola USA. Jerry Short is the Takapola storyteller, and Short Stories is ready, willing, and able. Hello, Jerry. Well,
8: hello. How are you doing? And I don't know about this. I'm ready. I don't know, if, and I'm willing. I don't know if I'm able,
7: but
0: here we go. Give it a shot. <laughs> we're uh, we're going to talk about some of your health woes here in a second. You and I have talked off camera, off mic about some of your problems here lately that a lot of people have, frankly, and yeah. that's one of the things I want to bridge that conversation with what I'm about to ask you about because. Jerry, we're getting ever so close to being at the one-year mark away from the decision 2020, the presidential election. Oh, and boy. I don't know if you tuned in last week to the Democratic debate that was held in Houston, but it was very alarming to some what some of the rhetoric was. And I guess the, the number one rhetoric coming out of Robert O'Rourke was that, yeah, heck yeah we're going to come take your guns away. And I don't think that's something you like to hear.
8: No, I don't at all. any. Calling it a buyback. Well, as far as I know, I didn't buy my AR-15 from the government. Uh, must be another welfare program. If they're gonna create money and print money, and and what's about 20 million people with uh, uh, weapons of that nature? I don't know. So uh, I think they will uh, be going door to door, and and take an army of people to do that. And then when they get there, they may not get to receptions that they're looking for. So. O'Rourke is, uh, he's a little bit off center, you know, it's, um, uh, maybe, uh he's even out of left field. I don't, I don't know. I don't know where I would put it, that gentleman, but he's not the only one in, in some of these debates that I, unfortunately I'll listen to as long as I can and then I'll have to go on and get the details later. But, uh, I just can't look at some of those people. I don't know where they got their, uh where they got their upcomings from it's obviously they didn't even go to the one room schoolhouse in como that i went to i don't <laughs> think of that yard so
0: well jerry <laughs> you are an owner of an ar-15 rifle we've discussed this before on the y'all show yeah we did and i have never shot one i don't know what it's like if it's really exciting to shoot a gun like that
8: uh no i wouldn't say that you know i think the only uh Magnetism it brings to the scenes where they've had a couple of those, but I mean, it's if you put it in perspective, it's very few people shot with an AR-15 compared to a handgun in the streets of Chicago and Baltimore and in these small towns that I live around. We had a murder down in a town close to here day before yesterday with a pistol, Mm. and uh, then a skeet shooter. Shot his, uh, father-in-law to be he just turned and shot on him while they were shooting skeets the other day.
0: Intentionally?
8: So, uh, intentionally. Said he didn't like him. Didn't want his mother marrying him. He had been a homeschool kid. And he was, uh, I think he was 19. And they were shooting skeet. And he just turned around and unloaded, uh, the shotgun, which I think is, uh, the number one weapon for, uh, for what's been going on for these Walmart shootings and all these mass shootings. Uh, a shotgun with buckshot and uh, you could get six or seven people and they were together and one trigger pull. So, you know, they're, they're blaming a weapon that uh, is re- really not the cause of any of this. But, you know, they don't, they're they not real sharp if you listen to all their proposals. Uh and i know you didn't get off on that but you asked me about the ar-15 and it was exciting to shoot and you know i've i've got 30 and i've got uh well i've got a bunch of military weapons too that came came from world war ii and uh i've had russian weapons and i've had uh japanese spy, sniper weapons and, and they're all the same i mean it's just it's just the design i think of the ar-15 that uh lights people up because it looks like an m16 and i've shot a million of those and you know they they're not they don't uh they don't have the kick in the spunk of the ar-15 however it's the same thing and uh you can put the same clip in it with a uh uh 20 round clips what we usually use in the military unless we wanted to double up and we're yeah. on some kind of mission or something.
0: Jerry, I don't mean yeah. to get too technical here, but I'm just curious. Do you know the manufacturer of the AR-15?
7: Uh, or, I
8: can or, pull mine or, out right quick. And or even the <laughs> M- M16?
0: <I> mean, <laughs> well, is there, the M16 yeah.
8: is, is, is Mattel.
0: Mattel? And, uh, like the toy yeah, manufacturer?
8: The toy. They started it. Really? Absolutely. And, uh, you know, that was in the early 60s. And when I went to basic training, we didn't have enough. We had an M, M, uh, M14s. And then before that, I even had an M1 when, uh, early sixties, then I got an M14. And then it, the M16s come out and we had one for the whole, uh, at Fort Campbell, Kentucky, where I had basic at uh, was 101st and we had, uh, uh, we had one weapon, one M16 that we got to shoot one time. And they passed around the barracks and let us hold it before it was put to field training so you know that that those those weapons can be most of them are made by remington and uh people like that that your your old old names you know winchester and Mm -hmm. remington and stuff like that that's where most of them are made and uh unless of course you can take there's enough parts that you could uh you can order each part for an ar-15 and make you one and uh, so it's not that if you take that gun that weapon away that you're going to eliminate that weapon you're not unless you uh, eliminate selling a trigger housing or a gun stock or a barrel or a blah 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 you know mm-hmm. so uh they're there in and, and uh their pistols what what sell I didn't even notice chicago this past weekend how many people were shot there but they're all shot most of them in 80 percent 80, of them are shot with a pistol and uh, you know a lot of it's gang related and i don't know what you do about that a lot of it's uh mental related uh and then some of course as you know uh family feuds uh play a big role in a lot of a lot of murders and a lot
0: of it's just purity uh, hatred and i'm not so sure the hatred is the most common denominator i think it is the most common denominator whether you're in a gang or you're Mm -hmm. in a family dispute hatred is a large part i'm so tired of hearing about oh you can't hate and usually you're talking about race here well hatred is something that's unfortunately a part of our being and it is. we're going to have to learn to control with it. And, in fact, that's another area of our discussion with you in the next segment when we talk about health. Jerry, it's not good for people like you to hate because it might kill you.
8: <laughs> or get really, really mad. But, yeah. uh, you know, like we, last week, I believe it was, we discussed, uh, you know, I had that break-in in my yard. And they got uh, a thirty-eight Special out of my vehicle, and they got a box of honor points rounds and they got this and they got my wallet and i've been i spent this whole week trying to get driver's license and cards and credit debit cards and blah 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 and military card i can't even get one i got to go to jackson or count mccain mississippi or millington now to get a, a military card where i used to get them uh, locally at guard units and things so uh, you know when somebody steals something like that from you you know, it's invading your privacy and uh, you get pretty bent out of shape. And so you do, you get, uh, you get frustrated and mad and, and uh, you get taken back a step or two. And, and that's when it's really dangerous probably because if you saw that person digging in your vehicle or digging somewhere in your backyard under a light and you had your weapon then, that's when it could all come down and uh and it wouldn't be it, it wouldn't have happened if it you hadn't saw that person but a lot of a lot of murders are because of things like that so uh, as you said and, and also mental and i think that triggers a mental thing when you see somebody if you're the type of person that just don't like to be run ran over and and pushed around and and told you're gonna do this and told you're gonna do that you're going to fight back more than that person. It's over there. That's kind of a just a sis. that just sets back and takes it and takes it and takes it.
0: Yeah. So,
8: anyway, well, that's, that's 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 kind of how I feel about that. Uh, I know you mentioned AR-15 in the in the magazine. Which,
0: by the way, uh, if you weren't kidding, I, I want to make history here on the Y'all Show today. If that AR-15 is near you, is it re- really close by?
8: Yeah. It's, yeah. I could I could open the door and see it.
0: Well, go grab it right quick here on The Y'all Show. I want you to tell me who makes it and whatever. Uh, I mean, I don't know too oh. many shows. Well, I'm going to keep talking while you go grab that. Right. And And uh, I don't know too many shows that uh, people pull out an AR-15 in the middle of the discussion. So why not? Let's make history here on The Y'all Show. Now that we support AR-15s or, or, or hate them, it's just, hey, this is something kind of cool here. And they are in the news. And Jerry likes his AR-15, so he'd go in the category of loving them and I I'm not a big fan of guns I've mentioned that before but I believe people like Jerry if they want to have a gun and and he's a law-abiding citizen more power to him I just don't think Mr. O'Rourke is correct in trying to take them away you got it
7: I got him back
0: All right tell me <laughs> All right, let me Get your, get your reading glasses on and tell me what you can see there.
7: Well, you know, they stole both pair of my best ones,
8: so <laughs> I'm going to have to, uh, So
0: when they broke into your car, were, not only did they take your wallet, your Saturday night special, they took your reading glasses?
8: Absolutely. And, uh, they,
0: That's they, cold, man. They, that they might had, be the worst they, thing going.
8: I had two new pair that I had gotten at Millington Air Base, and, I mean Naval Base, and, uh, this one is made by Oliver oh,
7: Smith.
0: Real great glasses. Some, some live radio here, y'all. Just bear with the teller of tells, uh, Jerry Short.
7: It's made in uh, Okay, we got it. It's a CD which is uh, it's made in Elizabeth Town. North Carolina. Elizabethton? Yeah.
0: Okay. Made North, North Carolina. Nice
7: town. It's, uh, it's, uh, Well, I need some glasses. But, <laughs> it, uh, it's, uh, that's where it's made.
0: What what company made it? Does it say?
7: Well, that's what I'm looking for. It don't, uh, don't have it on that side. And I've never. To look for it. but
0: now it just has where it's made Okay. On that. Well, we've and, got some people out here doubting that you're holding an AR-15 in your hand, so could you just, for our sake, Jerry, prove that you've got one by shooting off a couple of rounds there in your home? <coughs>
7: <laughs> that, was, that was two. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. It's, uh, it's got two, two
8: scopes on it and one of those scopes may have the, uh, I'd have to unscrew oh, it. All right. The, the uh, name might be there. But
7: if I could see real good, let me get under this light. All right.
0: And, and Jerry, before a lot of these regulations kicked in, let's say it's the year tw- 2009, for example, where would you have been able to buy an AR-15 like that, the the most easy way to buy it?
7: 2009? Yeah. Oh, you can get them anywhere.
0: Then and now?
7: Yeah. Okay,
0: so not much change in the last ten years, as of right now. Okay.
7: Uh, this is uh, looks like C A R E T town. Right? Okay. E double T town. All right. And uh, anyway, it's a it's one.
0: Okay. Thank you. So, um, we don't need you to read the serial code on it oh okay here's the serial code no that's okay that's okay (laughs) we're not gonna come take it from you we already know where you live obviously the villains out there know where you live too
7: yeah well luckily i've got three
8: different places i can move it to so i'll uh
0: yeah he's probably getting rid of it right now if you want to go break (laughs) into his home and get his ar-15 it's no longer there Uh, anyway. But, but uh, anyway, making history yeah. here on the Y'all Show with Jerry digging up his AR-15. Uh, oh, I did.
8: I did take the clip out, and it's in the uh, case. Okay. And uh, I've got three thirty-round clips and the. Uh, it's a on the side of the case. There's a uh, uh, pouches for them, and uh, so I've got those. And uh, let me, maybe I can see this.
7: It's laser sensor.
8: See,
0: you're an example of why we may not need to have people like you have AR-15s. Not because you're who, a bad I, person. I you, you can't see.
7: i tell you who, well,
8: that's just temporary. i get some more glasses, but the uh, Nikon has made the uh, uh, Scopes. Is that not N-I-K-O-N?
0: Okay, yeah, they're Nikon, the camera of, company.
8: Yep, they're proud of them. They got your the name. They got them in gold. Really? On, on three scopes. Huh. And uh, so anyway, Nikon's involved. So I don't know if that puts him out of business. If Heroic uh, comes and gets uh, your AR-15 and your scopes, or what he does. So yeah. anyway, there we go.
0: All right. Well, be there careful we with that thing. And one thing we talked about with you the other week after the tragedy in El Paso was your AR-15 that you're holding right there has the ability to have, what, 30 rounds, 30-round 30 clips? Yeah, I got three 30-round clips here. And uh, and you, you and were okay you, at the time cutting that back down to 10. Is that still the case?
8: You know, I'm thinking that I'm giving it a lot of thought. And uh, and not that uh, I think I would need to use more, but it's just it's kind of a wait-and-see situation with where this country is going and where people are going. And I want mine to defend myself just as much as that outlaw wants something to uh, take you out. So, uh, uh, you know, it might take a uh, 30-round clip to defend myself. However, like I just told you, I've got three of those clips. And if they were 10-round clips, all i got to do is punch the button to kick it out and throw another one in, and it takes about uh, a second and a half. And I can do three of them in uh, three seconds, and I've got 30 rounds again. So, uh, you know, knocking it back to a 10-round clip doesn't really solve that many uh, uh, questions, answers, or whatever they're talking about with the uh, amount of uh, ammunition in a clip because you can reload that thing so quick it's – It's just like an m16 or any of the other ones you know it's not like you're loading it from the side it's not like that you're just sticking it up in the bottom up in the in the clip container and uh, locking it back just pulling it back and and hitting the one button and that's it so
0: well former congressman o'rourke of texas says that hell yes we're taking your assault weapons and your response to former congressman o'rourke jerry short
8: well, I, you know, since I don't curse or anything, I could say, hey, these, no.
0: Mm-hmm.
8: Uh, I don't, I don't think that, uh, you know, do you know what that would entail? We kind of brushed on it a while ago. If, if they go door to door, is it they calling it a buyback? And it's not because you bought your weapon from some legitimate person somewhere and you've been the background check to have it. If you hadn't, you're like the shooter at Walmart but uh no i think so much is entailed in in taking something like that back. that violates half of our dang rights under the Constitution, hmm. definitely too uh definitely the second amendment, and uh you know I, you know they they got all kind of arguments about that stuff also and uh. And you know, I'm not a member of the uh, National Rifle Association. Oh, you're not? No, and I don't know why. I just, I just usually don't join things like that. But uh, and it's nothing against them. I mean, I'm glad they're there, but um, I don't know if yeah, I, I, you know people that have all these lobbyists and all this stuff pushing for laws and all. I just kind of stay away from that kind of stuff hmm. because I think we've got enough laws. We've got too many laws. You know, we've got more laws than we need. And uh, so why add to all this, just enforce what we have and it'll take care of itself if you enforce it. But the way they do the police now and the way they downgrade them and pour water on them in New York and do, uh, yeah, worse than that in uh, urine probably in San Francisco and LA. So um, uh, just let's enforce the law Let's respect our law enforcement and let them do their job. And uh, I think they would do a lot better job if we would get off of their backs. Yeah. And we have these young people that really, you know, I don't want to knock millennials or whatever age group is coming on, but they don't have a clue about much of anything. And uh, and I'm, you know, if some do. You know, I, I like to think my children do.
7: Oh Of course. Uh,
8: yes <laughs> so but it's because you know i feel like i've rubbed off my right or wrong feelings on my children so they feel like i do and uh, i'm not saying i'm right i'm not saying i'm wrong i'm saying i'm me and uh so that's the way i feel and and i understand your situation with a uh, clip but think about think about the clip john and And think about how easy it is to throw another one in there and uh you know some hunting weapons don't even have to have a clip; it'll hold six rounds or five rounds and you know that don't really do any good like i said i think it's just uh i think it's just the uh it's kind of romantic to look at a at a at a a vehicle it is too the right kind of vehicle like a bed or something
0: especially when it's been broken into
8: yeah, that's true, but just uh, look at an like AR-15 yours. because it it looks like what you see in the movies. You know they're going to use that type of weapon in the movies. Even though if a guy went in a in a, in a store with a with a double barrel shotgun and two buckshots in the son of a gun, he could do more damage than he could ever think about doing with an AR-15. But that's not Hollywood. Yeah. And that's not what they're seeing today. It's no what kids are seeing.
0: Jerry, we yeah. we've got to do a clip of another kind here. The views and opinions expressed by Jerry Short and yours truly John Rawl, and anybody anybody else we got coming on here on the y'all show are not necessarily those of this station or Apple iTunes podcast or the y'all show or I got to do the little dis- legal disclaimer, Jerry, I'm sure you understand it. I completely understand. <laughs> I know. They're not the opinions much? of any of those, but they probably ought to be. That's the point. We're yeah. talking with Jerry Short here on the Y'all Show. Hey, when we come back, we've got more opinion coming your way with Jerry. He's having a little health issue going on. A lot of us have health issues going on. And have we progressed as a society? As we're getting ready to elect a new president in 2020, you know health care is going to come right back on top of one of the major talking points And have we really improved things? We'll discuss that after the break here as we close up this Monday, y'all.
5: Let's consider the secret life of the innermost nesting doll. Living most of her life in the dark inside the other nesting dolls, she has plenty of time to think, if she could. Sadly, she has no brain. However... When an innermost nesting doll hears that Geico not only saves people money but also has been providing great service for over 75 years, she thinks it's obvious you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. Pity the innermost nesting doll and her lot in life.
4: Hey, Dad, want to shoot some hoops? In a bit, buddy. I promise.
6: Allegra knows that allergy symptoms can get in the way of enjoying the moment.
4: I'll just play by myself.
6: For outdoor and indoor allergies, get Allegra. It's the fastest non-drowsy allergy relief. It starts working in one hour, helping you break through your worst allergy symptoms with continuous 24-hour relief. Yes! Great shot, buddy. Let's play another game.
4: You're on, Dad. Get
6: Allegra and get back to the moment among single-ingredient OTC-branded oral antihistamines. Use as directed.
0: the final segment of this start of the week edition of Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent with John Rawl, our teller of tales from Takapola Way, Jerry Schwartz on with us for one last segment and we've been getting Jerry all rattled about taking maybe his AR-15 away and other guns as former Congressman O'Rourke says, heck yeah we want to take those assault weapons away and people like Jerry who have those are not exactly very happy right now, and that's not a good thing for Jerry any time, but especially when he's had a little little health problem or two. And Jerry, with you, just like a lot of people out there, no matter what age you are, stress is not a good thing. Getting angry is not a good thing.
8: No, I've been told to lay off of that. No, <laughs> and uh, I've tried to. But uh, I how's think it going? I probably-
0: how's that going for you?
8: <laughs> well, I think I was probably hyper when I was three or four years old so you know i got, I got a long ways to go to get everything under control but i know you uh, you kind of led into uh the segue on this uh, this talking about health about how far we had come over the years yeah. and uh, you know i can go back to myself uh that when i was four or five years old uh all we had was kerosene for lighting the stoves and stuff and I drank uh, about a one of those little metal containers of kerosene and had to rush me into Oxford and pump me out and clean me up. And, you know, it could die today, and I had two ants that died from just common stuff that uh, they both would have lived today. You know, that was in the 30s, and then uh, uh, I had hepatitis where I had left, uh, 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 kind of went out in the woods and drank some, I guess, from a stagnant pond and i caught hepatitis from that and they kind of sent me home to die i stayed i stayed uh almost 100 days in uh quarantined and uh i know they, you know they just didn't do anything they just go on and uh today they tell me that would be taken care of you know within probably a month but uh i've had this situation i've had to have a complete knee replacement and I knew that all last year, you know, it's been busted up. And so, um, had set it aside and I wasn't going to work at the uh, first of the year. So I, uh, had that set up to do. And, and just as it was time to go ahead and perform that, uh, operation, something crazy. I was going in to get x-rayed for the knee and some stuff. And, and, uh, I just fell, fell on the ground, blacked out. It was like disco lights in my head. And then they had to roll me in in a wheelchair, but then it was gone. And I walked out after the x-ray and did the stuff. And um it didn't happen again for about a week or two. And I was pumping gas and it happened. And then I had to drive home about uh 50 miles and I had to pull over four times because I was so dizzy and then the, the next thing that started happening i couldn't i couldn't talk and I, and I knew what i was going to say obviously me without gas to drive and me without a voice to talk hey you just soon go ahead and do me in because you know i love, I love to talk yes but, you do um, yeah but but anyway um they couldn't find out what either problem was and then mother's day I was down at my daughter's and uh, she noticed that I couldn't talk and she, they grabbed the keys out and carried me to the emergency room and they did MRIs and they did this and that and they did EKGs and they did everything they could do. And then they put me in the hospital for three days. And then they said, you're perfectly fine. You're out of here. So then, but the, the, uh, orthopedic surgeon that was doing my knee, he said, uh, you're going to have to be cleared by a cardiologist. And I said, well, okay. So I went to one and uh, he uh, he put a loop in my chest and they monitored me really well. And the only thing that would ever come up was I couldn't talk. It, the fall in after about six episodes of that quit. And, um, but I couldn't talk. And I, you know, sometimes it might just last 10 minutes, sometimes it might last 30 minutes. But then if it got really bad, it would last an hour plus. So uh, they they cleared me uh, to go ahead since it was just the verbal that I was, had lost. So I um, had my knee done. And then I was doing rehab, and the lady that was uh, doing the rehab, she got worried about me, and she pulled me out and had people take me to the emergency room, and they'd clear me real quick. Nobody could ever find out what was going on. This had gone on already for four months and, and the summer was starting to get here and they, they made me stop taking rehab. And then I had to go back to the cardiologist and I got cleared again when he, well, he actually put the loop in. Then he had a, a monitor on me, but it wasn't, it wasn't inside my chest. He put that one in where they could read me all the time. And, uh, so they cleared me on to go back to rehab again. So i went to rehab and the other day i heard that lady so told somebody she was scared to death rehabbing me if she had a a doctor's permission to do it or she wouldn't have done it and so i would get spells and i would she would monitor me my my, uh my doggone blood pressure would be low high low high in between you never would be so things like that just kept going on and nobody could ever figure it out I went to every kind of doctor it was. Then I, then when I, at Mother's Day, a neurologist at that hospital came in and, and then they did, uh, those MRIs and saw, she saw a spot of, uh, maybe a mini stroke that they don't like to call that anymore. But, uh, she, um, she just says, come back in three months. Well, I started the door and my son happened to be with me and he said, don't you think he's had spells since then? Don't you think we should go ahead and do another MRI? So they do another MRI, and I go back. And they say it's, it's about it's the same, no change. You're okay. So go through all that uh, rigmarole, and uh, uh, I'm okay. So I, I get I get the rehab finished on my knee, and but I get I get worse on talking. But it was getting hotter, and if I got out in the sun. It went, a few times I couldn't talk for two hours, couldn't say a word, mm. but I knew I wanted to talk and I knew what I wanted to say, but I couldn't do it. So uh we got appointment in Jackson at a specialist, a neurologist, and uh, the lady was so busy that she had to quit taking appointments. And so I didn't get her, but I got in in that hospital where they had three other neurologists. So but they said it was four months before I could get in. I just went uh, a week and a half ago for them to check me out, for me to tell the neurologist what the situation was. So I went down there, and because I'd been to kidney doctors, I'd been to everything, and they said blood flows this, it's good, everything. You're okay, nothing wrong with you. I-, I had at least five specialists tell me that I was perfectly fine, and uh, so I go down there, and this doctor, I have all the records. My daughter's got a urgent care clinic in a compound pharmacy and uh so she has all the records and and their nurse practitioner did a really good job getting me in down there and and so they uh, they put all that together when i went in the, uh when i went in for that appointment a couple of weeks ago and he looked at it and he started tearing pages out and going berserk and he said you know the information that i've got from all your mris they don't they don't they don't tell me anything they're, they're they're inconclusive they're inconclusive this doesn't tell me this doesn't tell me how much blockage you got here this doesn't tell me how much you got here he said i'm really concerned we're gonna to have to do something and he said what are you willing to do you, he said i want to put you in the hospital now and it was in the afternoon and it was in jackson and i went down there by myself i drove down by myself 120 miles and so anyway he uh he said, he said i said okay whatever you say and, he got, they had a huddle and about three neurologists got together and, and they rushed me down to, uh, down to the, uh, operating room and they did, um some tests at, uh, where they shot die in my brain. I know, don't say it. I know you, you got a brain, Jerry. <laughs> I know, let's come. But, uh, anyway, they, they, uh, they did that and, uh, then they did, uh, uh, another, uh, MRI at about my fourth one and then uh, then they put me back up uh, carried me back to the room for the night and then the next morning they did a bunch of, a lot more tests and uh they they determined well they hadn't determined it yet they want to do another mri and they asked me what uh was the name of the loop kind of like asking me what the name of that weapon was and they asked me who wrote who made it of course i didn't know and uh so they were scared to do it because he said it knocks the data out where it can't read the uh uh the heart the uh the cardiology information and so what happened next then uh he said well, we're gonna skip that and we're gonna go ahead and run run this dog gun uh just like you stand a heart it went in at my groin hmm. and uh went all the way up through my body into my brain oh you got a brain I knew that was coming. I thought I'd I I stop Well, they didn't determine that yet, so let's let's don't get ahead of. Let's don't get the horse ahead of the cart. It's the vice versa: cart ahead of the horse. Let's don't let's don't do that yet because they're not real sure I got one. But uh, anyway, we went to work on that real quick, and uh, he uh, he was taking pictures in my brain, and uh, I was still awake because I had. Just finished supper when they, dinner, when they decided to, the meal when they just tackle polo supper, Jackson dinner, when they decided to send me, uh, uh, back down to some more to those other tests. And so, you know, I was conscious and he talked to me and he said, you know, it'll hurt a little blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, by the time I get it all up in there and jab it and do all that stuff and, and then, and then they shot die and then he thought, okay, we're going to shoot die in your brain, your so-called brain now. And we're going to see what happens and what we get and what kind of reading we get off of that and he says i'll be up at your room pretty pretty soon well my daughter was in town uh for another reason and she come by the hospital they really didn't know i was in the hospital and i'd been there three days i'd kind of been saying i was at a friend just running tests i didn't want everybody worried and so um I, uh, that explains why i got a weapon of that caliber i guess yeah. but uh anyway um he came in and she recorded him. Thank goodness. And, uh, because I couldn't remember, you know, all the terminologies and medical terms they used and everything. And he talked about 10 minutes and he said that uh, they were going to give me this medication for two weeks. And then I've got to go back down there this, uh, this, this Tuesday, I guess. And, uh, they're going to, uh, see if I've got any improvement at all it's a real strong medication and uh, the next step is and he said "It's no big deal we can do this is just like heart stents they're going to stent those veins in my brain and uh, they're going to do that if uh, we had not got any improvement for the medication which i don't really think we do but i hadn't I, you know i hadn't been able to be out i hadn't been able to work and this has gone on now for eight months which had other neurologists said this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. I don't talk about other neurologists or other doctors, but this thing could have been taken care of four or five months ago. And you spent a whole year now, it's almost in this situation where you can't do anything because you worry about losing your body. You know, we, you and I, have, we've done a couple of shows where I've told you, you know, let's wait a little while because I've kind of been out and like kind of lost my voice a little bit. And I prayed yeah. I would, uh, mess up. I'm afraid I'd be a Joe Biden on some of my <laughs> verbal. But, um, anyway, um, they, they, um, they, they, they're gonna, uh, see what to do. And they've got three options. And the, uh, the medication obviously is the one I'm doing now. The next one is, uh, the stents, which they act, he said I had, <clears throat> I mean, this 99% blockage. In my brain on the left side, which feeds you speech. <clears throat> and in the veins coming up through the neck, where you, I think I had 65% blockage in both of those. And, uh, but they can operate there, but it won't need to. But he thinks it could be what's not feeding that other part of my, the part of my brain, not my neck, part of my brain wasn't getting enough blood flow, maybe. So we're going to check and see what needs to be there. Well, to check we wish we you
0: all the best, Jerry. I know it's been tough. It's tough for a lot of people out there who maybe don't get misdiagnosed, but they don't necessarily have the best professional advice. And that sounds like perhaps that was part of your problem. I and, think it
8: was. Yeah, and it was. And let me just tell you what, step three, and I'll let you go with step three, which I don't think I'm going to do and give it your opinion. But if stents don't work, they drill in and bypass it in your brain. They drill a hole in your head and bypass it. And I'm probably just going to roll the dice and go with the stents. But uh, anyway,
7: that's the situation. Well, we
8: wish you you the best.
0: We wish you the best. And hopefully all of this will work out and we'll be laughing about it one day. (laughs) Yeah,
7: I'm
8: laughing now. (laughs) I mean, what else can you do?
0: Jerry Short, everybody the Teller of Tales of Tagapola. Thank you very much, sir.
8: Thank you. appreciate it. Enjoy. Look forward to next time. All right.
0: Well, that will wrap up our Monday show. When we join you again on the Tuesday edition of the Y'all Show, our friend Clark Shelton of Y'all.com will be dropping by to let us know what's on the pages of you com right this very second. Also, you can tune in in the second hour of the Tuesday Y'all Show. Our friend Matt Heermans will be back on with us, the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue, to talk barbecue and Big 12 football. Now, that sounds like what a combination that is. All that coming up on the Tuesday, y'all. Have a great rest of your day. Asthma symptoms can
1: attack anywhere, like on a city street.